welcome to Heart of the Home. I'm Claire Cameron. Overwhelmed mums and women sick of just getting through your days. Join me for adventures in decluttering, organising and simplifying our lives with a little woo and a lot of love. Are you ready? This episode is sponsored by the Household Revolution membership. Do you ever feel like you're drowning? Drowning in stuff, responsibilities, housework, cooking, cleaning, all the things. What if I told you you can feel in control and have an organized, clutter-free household? Hi, I'm Claire, and inside the Household Revolution membership, I teach overwhelmed mums like you how to make life simple again so that you can feel calm and in control. And the best part is, you can get started for just $1. To find out more, go to thehouseholdrevolution.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of From the Heart of the Home. I am your host, Claire Cameron. Today, we're talking about toys. Seeing as it's, if you listen to this in real time, it's December. It's a couple of weeks until Christmas. The time when typically we are overloaded with more toys. It's usually a bit of a stressful time of year anyway, but getting overloaded with all of these things can really contribute to it. So I thought that it might be a great time to talk about decluttering toys and a little bit about what we actually need. And what I did with decluttering my toys and my sort of toy philosophy that literally changed my life. It made a huge difference to my anxiety, it made a huge difference to probably my relationship with my husband and it made a huge difference to our children and the way that they played as well. So I'm just going to ask you a question. Have you stepped on a piece of Lego recently? God, that stuff hurts, doesn't it? Seriously, who invented something with so many hard spiky bits that kids always leave on the floor? And it's always when you're walking around with like an armful of washing or something like that and then you trip and anyway, it's a disaster. But we live in a time where there are so many toys. It's every other day and not every other day, it's every other minute, really, a new toy comes out. Every time you're walking to a shop, there's some new must-have toy. Facebook's always bombarding you with ads for things that you must have for your children to meet their educational needs, all of this. But where is all of this getting us? I don't feel like it's working. So this is the argument that I used to have with my husband. It would go like this. He would say, after cleaning up the toys for 30 minutes after a day at work, they have too many toys. We need to get rid of some. So then I would counter it with, but you don't understand. I need so many toys to keep them entertained. So then I think, okay, I've got to organize them. I'd go out and buy a whole lot of containers and I'd organize the toys. I'm doing organized and inverted, you know, air quote things. And it'd stay organized for maybe five minutes before the kids pulled every toy out of every container. And then it was kind of even worse because my husband would put things in the wrong containers. I know, right? How could he? Then I'd get cranky and it was really just a very unpleasant situation. And then I watched Minimalism, the movie. And that was probably the moment that my life changed. Now, it didn't change straight away, but it got my brain thinking. And then I started reading about minimalism and kids' toys. And I read this quote that really resonated with me. Now, I'm not sure who it's by, so I'm really sorry to the original author, but it says, A child's job is learning, 
and toys are the tools of their trade. It struck me like a lightning bolt. How could anyone be expected to work in such a chaotic environment with so many things? If I was overwhelmed with all the toys, then how did their little brains feel? So the great decluttering of the toys began. So these days we have about 80% fewer toys and we spend about 80% less time cleaning up the toys. But the thing I wasn't expecting was the change in the way that the boys played. So, I mean, it makes sense. They've got fewer toys, so they have to be more creative with what they've got. And to be honest, these days they don't really play with toys that much. They build pillow forts, they play outside, they play with the dog, they get creative, they do arts and craft. They, they can play for half an hour with a cardboard box. First they'll play in it, they'll drag each other around in it, then they'll decorate it, then they'll cut it out. Like They're so much more creative with what they've got. So I'm going to share with you my four steps for decluttering the toys from from what I did and also sort of re-engineering that into steps to make it easier for you because I know that when you've got a ton of toys it can feel really overwhelming to try and start to declutter them. Now I'm also going to mention that inside the Household Revolution membership this month we are talking about decluttering toys and I shared a really amazing interview with Alison Davies who is a neurological music therapist and she talked about the the effect on our kids brains of having all of these toys of having all of these choices to make as well with the toys but also the effect of having so much stimulus like so much noise so many different colors so many different toys and so much stuff around them all the time so she shared the impact of this on their little brains she shared some of her favorite toys or activities that that children need and she also talks about whether educational, again, I'm doing air quotes, toys are necessary in early childhood, up to the age of about five. So if you're interested in checking out that interview, you can go to householdrevolution.com and join the membership for just $1 for two weeks. So that's a two-week trial for $1. All right, so step one is to create a bit of a toy vision for your family. So I like to think of this as a filter. You've got to have a filter for everything so that you know what to get rid of and what to keep. So you have your little vision and then you look at a toy and you think, does this meet the vision? If yes, it can stay. If not, it can't stay. So for us, our sort of rules for toys, we don't have toys in the majority. Now these are all these are all rules but guidelines at the same time. It's got to be flexible because if if they're given gifts like these these sort of things are all challenges. But in our house we don't have toys that make noise electronically or light up. I don't bring toys into our house that do that. This started as a personal decision because those things were really overwhelming to me and really contributed to my anxiety because noise is something that really gets to me especially if I'm already anxious that can just tip me over the edge but it also had a great effect on the kids so that's another thing that Ali talks about in the workshop inside the membership this month so toys need to use their imagination we don't just want single-use toys that they press a button and the toy does all the playing we want the kids to actually be able to use it for all different things 
So going on from this, they inspire creativity um, and serve more than one purpose. So that's kind of what I said. And then the other thing that I try and stick to, so again, rules are meant to be broken, but no character toys. So, you know, things like a movie comes out and there are 50 million toys that go with that movie. I try, I personally try not to do that unless there's something that the kids really, really, really want. I'm not like the Grinch. I will help them, but I will help them. I will maybe if they ask for it for their birthday, they will be allowed one thing. But in general, I don't bring that stuff into our house. So my main rule is that toys need to inspire play rather than be the play, basically. So that makes it really easy to decide what needs to stick around and what doesn't. So Ali gives another really good idea for a filter um, in terms of um, looking after our kids' brains and stuff inside the workshop in the membership as well. So then the next step, step two, is to find a get rid of spot. So you need somewhere in your house that you're going to put all the toys that you're getting rid of before you actually get rid of them from your house. So a bag or a box or something, something out of the way. So then step three is getting rid of, it's it's your first round. So you're getting rid of anything broken, anything with missing pieces that can't be fixed. So my tip for this is to set a timer and just go through it. Grab the broken things, grab the things that can't be fixed, grab the really dodgy things that you couldn't couldn't, um, donate or sell, get rid of them. That's your first decluttering step. And then... Step four, go back to your vision, start culling. So what was number one on the list? So for me, number one on the list was the toys that make noise, um, that are electronic, that make noise and light up. Those are the first things to go. So have a look through your list. What's the number one thing on your list? And go through the toys, start decluttering them. So there is a step five, rinse and repeat. So just keep going through them. Now, if your children are older, then involve them in it. Work out with them what you want in your house. What do they want? What are they trying to achieve? Like, obviously, you've got to use kiddie terms with this, but what do you want to do? What's your favorite thing to play with? What's your favorite activity? And work from that. Help them create this. Let them help you create the space. So I'll just recap. So step one is coming up with your toy vision. So what do you actually want to achieve from toys in your house other than just having stuff to play with? That's a really important thing to remember that toys are kids tools of their trade. So step two is finding a get rid of spot, somewhere to get rid of the toys. Step three, do your first round, get rid of all the broken things, all the things that can't be fixed. Step four, start with one point on your toy vision and work through the toys until you get to a playroom that you really love. I hope that that has helped you and I hope that maybe you can put some of these steps into action before Christmas so that come Christmas day, you are not completely overloaded with stuff and toys and starting the new year, drowning in toys. Thanks so much for listening to From the Heart of the Home. 
If you loved this episode, I would love you to leave a review and share it with your friends. And if you want more tips and tricks and tools and recipes, you can follow along on Instagram, Claire K Creations. I would love to see you there. See you next episode.